Thoughts and Friends podcast episode 90 fucking something. How are we doing, Wes? Might be uh, uh, close to 100. It's 99 or 100, I think. Damn. Well, we really, if it is 100, we really did it right and thought about it and put something together to make this special. Well, it's important to us. It is important to mm-hmm. us, and uh, and it's good that we that we took the time and consideration to to make it something something special. The volume of output's been out of control. We know um, people are saying you're putting out too many podcasts. Uh, we know. So, yeah, we get it. We're a content NFL factory. Week NFL Week One, it happened. It did. Lots of kind of weird results. Some things surprised me. Some things that didn't surprise me. Uh, we can go chronologically. And we can talk about something that at this point feels like it happened a year ago. Bills, Rams, Thursday Night Football. It's kind of, doesn't it? It's kind of bizarre. It feels like we've talked on this podcast since then. But I don't think we have. Wow, really? Yeah, we did skip a Yeah, in between, we did skip a week. Yeah. Um, you were... A little higher on the Rams than I was. I'm not stunned. I'm not stunned at all. The Bills are good. Um, it was banner drop night. They none of them played in the preseason. They looked very bad. Stafford um, looked bad. The, I don't know if it was the elbow or just the lack of reps with Allen Robinson in the new offense. Cam Akers getting back. It was mostly Daryl Henderson. The blocking was not very good. Uh, yeah, yeah, not good. It was mostly bad. And but the Bills. To their credit, favorites for a reason. Very good. Yeah, I would chalk that result up a little more to Bills being very good than Rams being bad. I would have some serious concerns about the offensive line. They sacked him however many times, didn't blitz a single time. That is a bit of a jarring stat. I think they sacked him with six, seven times. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Vaughn Vaughn Miller looked great. They have – they've – Kind of, I remember mentioning like over a year ago, like Epinesa, who they kind of scooped up in like the mid or early second round, just kind of added to that defensive front over the years with these picks. They're just really good. Yeah, it's it is what it is. I'm not overly concerned as a Rams fan. Like I said, opening night, you're getting your rings. The bull, the Bills are in town. Straight up, got their ass kicked. It is what it is. We'll move on. Easy one this week. We think. Theoretically, in theory, we'll. One of the more surprising lines of the day is Rams Falcons. Uh, We'll talk about it. Let's stick to week one. Um, Trying to think some of my big takeaways. I was blown away with how good Lamar Jackson looked. And Lamar Jackson is a good player. Some of the throws he was making were all the throws that, as a critic, I would say he can't do that, or that's the thing that separates him from being elite. Will he do that every week? I don't know. But he was stepping up in the pocket. He was throwing the ball down the sideline with accuracy. He was throwing the deep ball accurately. He was kind of doing some of your Mahomes, Matt Stafford, sidearming it around linebackers type of stuff. He looked incredible. Yeah, they didn't show much of it on red zone because the game was pretty dog shit. So all I saw was the bomb to Bateman that was just wide open. Uh, I didn't see anything other than that he only had six carries for 17 yards so he was not relying on his legs didn't need to really no reason to risk it uh yeah that's that's a good sign dude wants his money pay the man 
his arm make looked the stronger, which I don't, I don't see how that's a thing at this point in your Not career. Right. But uh, his arm looked stronger to me. Maybe he's been strange. maybe he's been grinding the mechanics. Maybe he's picked up a little picked up a little uh, little miles per hour on the fastball. Getting uh, getting the hips into it, you know. He, yeah. he kind of throws a little yeah. bit all elbow. Get get the yeah, a little get, get the that, torque. Get that. Get that. <clears throat> Get that hip shoulder separation. Really fucking drive into that shit, Lamar. Get your money, dog. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but I don't know if it's a, it's a big surprise. It is in division. It was on the road. Saints uh, made a kind of blitzed him in a comeback in Atlanta. Not a huge takeaway. I thought Jameis threw it around. They were behind the whole game. Uh, maybe Atlanta's a little more frisky than we thought, but it's it's easy at home against a division rival to get up. We'll see if you know we hit week eight or nine. How how inspired they are to keep up that great effort. But Mariota kind of ran around. They looked okay, a little friskier than I thought they would be. Um, as a Saints better, they were a little too frisky for my liking. I mm. thought I had a chance there at the end, just mm. didn't come to fruition. Unlucky. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have much of a takeaway from that game. It was it was kind of. Sloppy, kind of whatever. Marcus Mariota looked fine, looked fine to good. I yeah. would imagine the Falcons don't are still who we think they are. I, I don't probably take away from that. Yeah, not a big. What I do want to talk to you about is, as a noted hater, I'll uh, I'll hang up and listen. Joe Burrow thoughts. It was a bad thoughts. game for Joe. Uh, he used his power, which is to never get rattled. He didn't. He stayed the course, but he played, I think, objectively, probably the worst game of his career, even though he Maybe. basically led a game-winning drive to be the division rival, which is kind of weird to say. It was it was a bizarre performance. Every pick he threw, I, I, my mouth was on the floor. I could not understand what he was looking at. It was... Similar to that week one Thursday night game, both the quarterbacks at times were like, you just seem like your rhythm's off. Seems like you're not actually seeing what is uh, the defense is showing you. You're just looking a little confused. He had two. He had one of the fumbles and one of the picks that I would say were not his fault. But what, he ended up with four interceptions, I think? Five total, Five yeah. Interceptions. Four, four, no, four interceptions and a fumble. Yeah, you don't see that very often in the NFL, especially <laughs> from an MVP caliber quarterback. Yeah, and but he did he did drive him down and in theory won the game. They blocked an extra point to win the game. They then in overtime blocked a field or a, what's his name? Fearson missed a field goal badly, a pretty short one. So, you know, maybe that speaks to how questionable the Steelers are. I mean, they were on the road, I guess, but I mean they got five turnovers and should have lost twice on chip shot field goals and somehow came away with a win. Here's a takeaway I wouldn't expect. Mitchell Trubisky is just not that good. The Steelers' offense uh, is going to be bad this year. The Bears could use him. Let's go back to the Bears. Yeah, could they? The one and the know. one and O Bears. The one and, the one and o, Bears. o Bears. I don't know. Yeah, that was one of the craziest games I think we'll see all season. The uh, a lot of wild games, but that Pittsburgh Cincinnati game was unbelievable. That was that had just like Mountain West. 10 p.m. energy. Yeah. The missed yeah. kicks, the blocked kicks, the tipped interceptions, a whirlwind yeah. of emotions from start to finish. Just a truly poorly played game of football. Yeah, really, really sloppy, really ugly. Uh, speaking of quite literal slop, the Bears had a football game. They hosted San Francisco. Did they? I think 
I think the but yeah, barely. Um, I think the Bears are like maybe a little bit better than the Falcons, a little more than the Falcons, a little more frisky than we gave them credit for early on. But that game was that's that wasn't a football. It's not game. Football. I'm I'm not as a uh, as a uh, Niners believer and backer. I'm not concerned. You don't like to lose a game that like when you go through the schedule, you're like okay, win that one, win this one. Like when you chalk one of those up, you like to win them. But it was on the road. It was in central time across the country a little bit. It's fine. It was a disaster of a game. I'm not overly concerned with San Francisco. Playing in a kiddie pool uh, in a basically a mud pit for four quarters of that game with a torrential downpour, you're not deciding who the best team is in that situation. I know purists would, would say this is stupid. Football should probably be played indoors at the pro level. I don't think the weather should be factoring into who wins and loses these games. There's a lot of money on the line, a lot of shit at stake. And for the objectively worst team to win that game when yeah, for, didn't really play better at all, it's just it's really comes down to luck. And I mean, not to take anything away from the Bears, they didn't make mistakes that lost the game. Justin yeah. Fields did everything he needed to do to win the game. He did in a weird game. That's hard to play, and he played better than Trey Lance did in that game, which I guess counts for something. But it, it kind of reminded me of that windy New England Buffalo game last yeah. year. It's like, oh, New England beat him. It's like, I guess, but this is like not like, even real football. We know, yeah. And then in the playoffs, the Bills beat their beat their ass like in a normal game. Like it's yeah. If if week ten San Francisco hosts the Bears, they don't. But if they did, they would be I would a double digit the outcome, favorite. The outcome is going to be wildly different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. It, call it whatever. It happens every year, like games in green Bay or Buffalo, especially like late in the year when the weather's a disaster, when the games are the most important, it's just like, I don't know. It feel like we could do it better indoors would be, I don't know. There's such a, a weird element to throw into very important professional football games when there's like a blizzard in Buffalo and you have to play a playoff game. I don't know. Probably, probably onto something there. Yeah. But I mean, as a fan, I don't want it to go away, but I think no, I get it. Yeah. If, if we're, if we're like, let's make sure we get the correct outcome of the season and the best team wins every year, we should do that. I hope they don't because yeah, shit like that game is kind of why I watch, you know, you want to watch the, what we're going to see tonight Mahomes versus, Herbert just like peak football couldn't get any better but you also like to see the weird snow games I kind yeah. of as a sicko sort of loved that New England Buffalo game last year it was I've never seen anything like it which counts for some entertainment there's, value there is yeah there is a bit of a charm a weird sick demented charm to shit like that uh, I will say as uh, a Niners backer maybe a slight concern that they're like supposed to be built for that type of game in theory. Uh, and it didn't go well. They're supposed to be able to like run the ball in a, and play field position, clock management, all that bullshit. So maybe, you know, you're and Mitchell got hurt. It's you don't love to see it, but I'm not concerned. It was a weird game. My bad Trey Lance antennas are slightly up. Obviously not. A super great data point, but there I'm I'm concerned slightly. Bears played in it too. Yeah, they were they on did. the same field. They were on they the same did. field and they won the game. I've um, got a beef. 
All right. The Red Zone channel. We've got to figure this out. We were doing it last year. They even called it out on the broadcast this time when we're cutting off the score and the down on the bottom of the fucking screen when we cut to certain games. We got to not have that. Seems like an easy fix. I don't know how Red Zone works, but I just need to see the down and the time in the game and where the ball is on the field and what the score is. There's no I'm a simple man. I'm a simple man. I don't need much. I'm a simple man. Or if you got to put your own, I don't know. We we need to get that figured out. Uh, the, and it was weird because it would be the same game. One time they would cut to it, it would be fine. The next time they would cut to it, it would be cut off. Or, and it was this. I don't, it, don't it was this eagle. It was this Eagles game, right? The yes. one we were talking about before. It was always the Eagles game. And speaking of that, you were annoyed before we started this. They just cut to that game like for the first time in like 45 minutes. You're like, oh yeah, Detroit scored twice. It's a three point game. Eagles minus four. I was like, okay, I'm going to lose all these other bets, but at least I have this one to win. And he pops up. He's like, yep, 38-35 Eagles. What do you mean, Scott Hansen, 38-35? I need you to announce these four touchdowns that apparently were scored. Uh, I'm not convinced they were. I think it might be an elaborate ruse. And I think it's a hoax. Roger Goodell yeah. might be fucking with me. Yeah, hoax. Oh, we had a tie. Uh, I skipped ahead here. We had a fucking tie. Yikes for Indy. Big time yikes. Who's uh, here's a question for you. The, I'm gonna see if I, I have any others. So Atlanta, Chicago, Houston, and Jacksonville. I would like you to rank those in on the frisky meter on on Houston, on the, Jacksonville, Chicago, Atlanta. Yeah, those four teams on uh could upset a team late could maybe win more games than we think just just gonna be more frisky this season than expected because they're all basically like top eight top six or eight in the nfl draft type of teams i would say on paper before the season i will go jaguars most frisky second most frisky i will go oh god I think second most frisky, I'll go Atlanta just because they have some dynamic playmakers that I like. Not a lot of dynamic players on those other two teams. And I'll go uh, Houston and Chicago, but it's it's a real toss-up between those two teams for me. I, I don't have much of a differentiation. And again, like we just said, I don't have any idea what to think of the Bears. Yeah. Yeah, I think I kind of there's something about Davis Mills that I like. I think he has looked pretty good. Uh, and they I mean, India is is picked to be I mean, they're they're fully all in They're They're a playoff caliber team. So that's not it wasn't home on opening week. So it's is what it is. I, f- I feel like Atlanta is at the bottom of that for me. They yeah, they do have Kyle Pitts. They do have some playmakers. You're right. But I just feel London like London looked so, okay. He looked pretty solid. A, yeah. Yeah. Patterson's okay. They've got a, who's that really good corner? AJ Terrell has a corner. Yeah. Helps. Yeah. I don't know either. The, the bear. Uh, maybe I put the bears at the bottom. Is that a you at the, I had at the bottom? I had them and the Texans kind of tied. I guess I would yeah. mean the Texans as better. That's fair. Uh, I think you had the rankings right. I think Lawrence is probably the best quarterback of those teams pretty comfortably. I would say so. Well, then, I, 
I'm kind of projecting, but I would think by the end of the season that'll be pretty clear. Maybe not. Yeah. But here's the rookie takeaway I had. We had our doubts and our questions. Trevon, Trevon Walker looked good in that game. Yeah. He was doing it's, some stuff that was like, oh, I get it. This guy he was the, is a fucking mutant. He was the guy that uh, jumped in front of that screen pass and, and picked it off, yeah. right? Yeah, big time stuff. He's a large man who moves very quickly. There was this one shot. He had a sack. The bend that he had off the edge, at however big he is, he looks like he's 6'9", 290 pounds. He's not that big, but he's gigantic. And his bend off the edge and his sheer speed was breathtaking. Hot. Yeah, there's a, re- there's a reason. There's a reason he, uh, he came skyrocketing up boards to the number one pick. He's a freak. Yeah, I mean, the one question was, like, he has all the intent, he has all the measurables. Can he actually play football? Confirmed, yeah. can play football. So, Looked good. good pick, Jacksonville. Yeah. yeah, good shout. He did look really good. Um, any other takeaways? Oh, here's one, and we'll talk about it when we preview this next week. I'm going to call it New England. It's over. It's fucking over in a big way. You Let's stink. Look. You Let's stink. Look. I think Bill's done soon. Why would he keep coaching this team? This is not only... He built the fucking thing. It's his... I mean, he's the guy. He is judge, jury, executioner. He built the fucking team. Yeah, they very easily could still have Tom Brady. I don't think that's a crazy thing to say. Uh, You got to point a little bit of that blame on old Bill, I think, in that situation. I mean, they've built the most boring, vanilla, white bread team imaginable. And not even in a good way. Like, in an untalented boring way there's no team in the nfl that i want to watch play less they got some the new england patriots like they're they they're skilled they one like top no player they have at a position do they have a top 10 judon player in any position matthew judon is probably it's close in? it's close it's close he's up there he would be the only consideration in the quick kyle duggar's been good safeties is not i don't know there's a lot of good safeties um the, Offense, yeah, they don't have a guy that's awful. No shot. No, they have the most fucking boring, like, like below average, like quarterback Mac Jones. It ain't it. He's a nice player. He will game manage. He's like the gonna be like the 18th best quarterback in the league for his whole career. He's Alex Smith at best. The receivers are like, oh, that's a nice guy. If he's like your third guy, like he plays in the slot, that would be great. They've got like six of those guys. They've got like Nelson Aguilar and shit. Fucking Jacoby Myers is pretty good. There's no one that's like exciting whatsoever. A couple pretty all right running backs with some talent. No one that like jumps off the page, but like they'll do it by committee. It's a fucking boring team. And I think it is over. Over. It feels that way. At Bill's age, I can't imagine unless maybe this year they can – completely drop the bottom out of this fucking thing, get the top one or two pick and take Stroud or Bryce Young. Or maybe next year they take Caleb Williams or the kid from Florida, Richardson. That's the only thing I can think that he can keep staying with this job. Like there's no shot that the smartest football guy of all time can look down the road and be like, this is not going to end well. We are not going to win any games with this team. One, one. The roster, which he built, to be clear, he's the guy. He built, he put the team together. The roster is bad. It's not good. Two, the Bills are a fucking wagon now and in the very near future. So Miami's good. Not great. Miami just beat your ass. 
yeah. the Jets have a bunch of high picks recently that, in theory, have some talent. Say something nice about the Jets. Uh, accomplished. Yeah, uh, like, uh, yeah. The Jets, they, they, they got thoroughly dropped. But, but we've said this before. I want – that's the thing. I want the downfall of the Patriots. So I am – Maybe a little over my skis on how dead they are, but they look so bad, so uninspiring. Mac Jones is hurt now. He's got this weird back spasm shit. I don't know when you want to jump to week two, but we'll talk about it. We'll Their talk defense about has it. to play so well for them to win games. And it's not and even just, that Mac Jones is bad. It's just they have no juice. No juice. No, no playmakers. This is a league where you get guys the ball in space and they make a lot of guys miss tackles. They have no guys that do that well. No. Um, did we get a little overzealous with the funeral for the Kansas City Chiefs? I would say we did. I, I take, was pretty. I, also, I, I I was pretty adamant that the Chiefs were still good. Uh, I think is this a hot take? Patrick Mahomes is still, without a doubt, the best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, dude. Not even cl- well. Maybe it's close, but. Yeah, no question. Josh Allen's great. He's not Mahomes. It's not he's not done anywhere near what he's done. It's no question, Patrick Mahomes. The supercut of some of these throws he was making against that Arizona defense. It's not even that Arizona played bad. They had perfect coverage, double coverage, and he was just floating balls that would have landed into a fucking mason jar. The guy is a wizard with a football. Yeah, he's pretty good. Good at his job. His, um, the only person that can stop Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. And when he's dialed say, in and seeing the defense accordingly, it is like nothing I've ever seen. I was going to say, I think Arizona could just be that bad. Yeah. I, Cliff Kingsbury, first coach fired. Thoughts? Yeah, well, I think – We'll see how Jerry Jones takes this Dak Prescott. Oh, no, this is this is another it's get off some time. Get out of jail free card, no yeah. doubt. Yeah, probably. So I could definitely see Kingsbury being the first guy out. I don't even really know who else is even in that discussion. Matt Rule, Carolina shopping block, probably. Those are really the only three guys that I realistically think yeah. have a shot at getting fired anytime soon. Last one I want to talk before we move on to week two. Uh, Green Bay, Minnesota. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna say anything. Last week or last season, with the same thing, they got absolutely bum rushed, lost by a million points, and they were fine. They made it within a couple plays of the NFC title game. They were right there at the end. I'm not not gonna get too crazy about it. I will say that my opinion of the Minnesota Vikings has been fortified. I feel very strongly that that is going to be a top five, seven, eight offense in the NFL this year. I think the yeah. defense is legit. I would be very surprised if the Minnesota Vikings are not in the playoffs this year. I would agree. Um, and my preseason call on Jefferson as offensive player of the year and him to have the most receiving yards in a season of all time is just going to happen. So – that feels good. Yes, it does. Yes, he's it does. a freak. Just, just if he's healthy, it's over. It is over, indeed. Okay, quickly. 
Oh, did you have anything else on Justin Jefferson? No, I was going to say he's in the Cooper Cup role of that offense that he was in last year. And uh, newsflash, he's just more talented than Cooper Cup. Yes, he is. That's a fact. Monday night, speaking of coaches, maybe should get fired. 0-1, Nathaniel Hackett. Packers oh, I forgot about that. Holy shit. One week, you fucking fired. What yeah. the fuck were we doing? That was that was some prime mid-2000s Andy Reid caliber clock management that we saw on display in that game. What, you, you just, what are you... You, you know paid your you, quarterback a hundred and bajillion gazillion dollars and on the last drive of the game, in his stadium with the fans booing him, there could not be a bigger momentum boost for your team than him driving that ball down and punching it in. And basically what you choose to do is play for a 56-yard field goal on the road. More. more. 64-yard field goal. <sighs> the second that would have been the second longest field goal in NFL history on fourth and five. They just let the clock run out. They let like 45 seconds run off the clock. And then called you the timeout Brandon, and kicked Brandon, it. Brandon McManus is a great kicker. Yeah, An very unbelievable good. kicker. You can believe in him. I don't believe in any kicker to kick a game-winning 64-yard field goal unless it is my absolute last resort. Unbelievable. They, they Even if, burned. Like, if we lose the game because – we get sacked. Russ throws an incompletion. I can stomach that. I cannot stomach having this guy that we've invested our entire team into sitting on the sidelines with the game on the line. It's a very poor message to send in game one after you've paid him $200 million guaranteed and put your entire future as a coach, as an organization, in this guy's basket. It's a bad message to send to the team to the offense, to the fan base. It's a bad fucking look. Long season. Nathaniel Hackett seems like a very smart, well-thought-out guy. Maybe he was a little too smart for his own good in this situation, or maybe there was just some wildly insane miscommunication that we don't know about, and he didn't want to do that, and something got fucked up. That's pretty likely, maybe. Maybe not. Uh, But not a good first game. A game that it was probably of all the matchups on the slate, the one that I think we were the most sure Denver was going to win. I mean, it, basically, universally, people think Seattle is going to be the worst team in the NFL this year. They look pretty good. Tough. Gino looked good. Gino, Gino was not, not ironically bad. for Gino. Gino looked good. He looks not bad for sure, uh, and that's a tough place to play. People underestimate in the NFL. It's a tough fucking place to go. I mean. Need to be able to hear the calls. Raucous. Raucous. Um, The Broncos did fumble on the literal inch line twice, which is a tough look. Um, So, yeah, we'll also get to the Seahawks in the week two look ahead, the preview. Um, Before we were recording this Thursday afternoon, uh, games in an hour, a couple hours or so. uh, Thoughts on the Thursday night are probably the best game of the week. Uh, top to bottom, it's not a great week, too. Um, probably the best game is, is going to be on Thursday night. Bucks, Bucks yeah, but... Saints, maybe, you know. Rivalry game, they always play close. A lot of, lot of bad Bears, players. Packers, Bears, Packers. It's not a good game. Just but... means more. Just means more. Just means uh, more. 
Yeah, Chargers, Chiefs, I'm pumped. If I was betting it, I would bet the over and just have a good time. I have no yeah, idea probably. who's going to win. I, Kansas City, don't really know what to think of Arizona. Uh, they looked incredible. Don't know how much of that is Arizona being shitty. I I would put most of my baskets in the Kansas City is very good uh, basket. Uh, Chargers, they look fine week one. Yeah. Don't really have no, a lot nothing, of Nothing wild. Um, they... Keenan Allen went down, which sucks. Yeah, it does suck. Um, I think this is a this will be we'll know a ton. This is a big test. Um, the Chargers have a very good pass defense. It'll be a much much better test than Arizona. It is going to Arrowhead on a Thursday. It'll be fucking bananas in there. Uh, so that'll be a challenge. But yeah, I expect them both teams to play well. Um, both games last year were very good. They might have. I might be making this up, but I thought both teams won on the road last year. That could have been. In Herbert's rookie season, though, maybe I'm thinking of that because he came in. His first game was on the road against Kansas City, I think, when he was just like the day of like, hey, you're starting. I think that was against Kansas City. He might have won that game on the road. And his first game was definitely a home game. It might have been against Kansas City, though. I'm almost positive. Maybe it was at home. home. I think maybe, okay. maybe, it, was, maybe it was Kansas City. Uh, okay. There's a story that ten years from now you'll tell someone to be like, "Remember when the trainers punctured Tyrod Taylor's lung before the game started because they were injecting him with some some uh, some feel goods for his ribs?" I wonder what that guy's up to now. Surely he doesn't have a job still. What if I told you that that'll be a thirty for thirty? Yeah, whenever Justin Herbert becomes the best quarterback of all time, that'll be a fun little anecdote for how his career started. The puncture. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Tyrone never, never, never played again. Uh, you and me justified. The Cowboys are deader than dead. The Cowboys, they could be picking number one overall in the fucking draft this year. Yeah. They have a. Speaking of teams defense. that don't have a lot of fucking juice, that offense is putrid. And now Dak some... is out for at least a month. They're not winning any of those games without him. No. No, they're not. They it's have a, some talent on defense. They have, yeah. Micah Parsons is, you can make an argument, the best defensive player in the NFL. I don't think that's crazy to say. He's certainly on the very, very, very short list of guys. Yeah, uh, until Aaron, until Aaron Donald is no longer doing, he's doing. It's probably just him. But yeah, he's in the conversation right after him for sure. He's narrowing the gap. That guy, yeah, does. I mean. Here would be my argument if I'm going to make an argument for Michael Parsons. The stuff he does, like getting sideline to sideline, like dropping in coverage, like Aaron Donald doesn't do that shit. Aaron Donald does what no. he does better than anyone in the history of the league, but the versatility it's... of Michael Parsons, the ability to drop in coverage at all and not be a complete disaster and be one of the three, four best pass rushers in the NFL is unheard of. Lawrence Taylor. It is it is wild that he was not that in college. He was not built. He was like the sideline to sideline, like middle linebacker, like off the ball linebacker. And then he, as is in his rookie year, drops down with his hand in the fucking dirt and rushes the passer like he's, yeah, and ends up with a defensive player of the year type season. Now he had a couple. Do you have a couple sacks against? He had one right at least against at Tampa. least one, and just. Coming off the edge is just like, yeah, I, I was not billed as that and has been all that and more. So, yeah, he is for sure 
in the conversation right after that. No doubt. You know, he's like an 88 overall Madden. That's just incredible. disrespectful. Disrespectful. Pretty, bad. Pretty disrespectful. Bad. Yeah, no, they're dead as fuck. Uh, Zeke's fucking trash. Uh, Gallup's hurt. Um, CD like, Lamb. Jerry they Jones can't get him the ball. Like Jerry Jones, you got to sell the team. We're getting into like James Dolan level territory, and they're more competitive than the Knicks. But if he's going to give Zeke Elliott $90 million when everyone in the NFL would have told you that's not what you should do, if you're going to be the guy that's going to run your team like it's 2002, it's not going to get better anytime soon, I don't think, in Dallas. No. No, it's not. It's not. Uh, yeah, I, I'm i fine with them being bad. I don't like Dallas. I don't. Jerry Jones is a fucking douche. Whatever. Mike McCarthy's a dunce. He's a clown. Ooh, you made your bed. Sleep small note. Uh, observation. There can't be anything worse than coming into a season NFL week one and tweaking your hamstring. Because you just yeah, go, oh, 18 weeks of this. Got a hurt hamstring. Yeah. That's shitty. Chris Godwin yep. hurt his hamstring. Didn't Keenan Allen. Wasn't he a hamstring? Allen. Also? Yep. Yep. Uh, you're just going to feel that. Gonna, as soon as you tweak that, you're like, well. This is going to be fucked every season or uh, every game of this season is going to it's going to hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Surely, surely this will get better when it starts getting cold, right? Yeah. yeah it's going to be all year. Not yeah, good. That, that's got to be an awful, awful feeling. Off an ACL that you rush back to get ready for week one. Yeah. Really shitty. Not great. Yeah. Week one, lost basically all my bets, uh, but we had a lot of fun. Good yeah, to back. It was good to be back. God, red zone, seven hours of commercial free football. God, talk dirty to me. It was it was a delight. And I also I, I too lost many bets, but that's okay. I love red zone. I will say I kind of think I want to get a second screen. I, I do enjoy watching like a full drive, full flow of the game. There yeah. are times where it's like it's getting a little bit choppy here. I really like for what we're doing here, talking about the games, I don't feel like I can get a super great analysis of what teams yeah. are doing whenever well, I'm be- watching like one play, three plays off, two plays. I'm over here. I'm over there. I don't really remember what happened. How did we get here? You, you're you're what's wrong with society. You just can't be pleased, huh? No, it's you- great. I, I'm pleased. I need more. And you should more is offered. I have the option to just take more if I want it. I'm not saying more is not an option. It's on me to go get it. But you as a guy that really wants some in-depth football analysis, I, I, I think I need to watch some, watch some full games. Technical difficulties. I uh, had a little hiccup with the internet there. Wes was just telling an interesting anecdote about our friend Brady. He watched NFL Red Zone with him on Sunday. Uh, I didn't hear any of what you just said. What, so what he watched it. Brady he watched. Red Zone? He watched a Red Zone for the first time ever on Sunday, and we spent all day Saturday watching. Not all day, but during the Notre Dame game, he's a he's a huge Notre Dame fan now, allegedly. But all he would say after punts and kicks and all these fucking drives, there were so many commercials. He was tired of the fucking commercials. It's more commercials than game. And then Saturday, he's like red zone. And he's like, this shit is what I'm talking about. This is what I've been saying. We need to, how long has this been around? We need to be watching games like this. We need to be watching games. I've heard about red zone. It's been around a while. Like you just, it's just always like this. It just jumps around and we never have like downtime. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty sick for seven hours. It's awesome. That is like, 
finding aborigines in the jungle that have been untouched by like modern society yeah it's 2022 and he's like what is this there's just this channel and they only show the touchdowns and the big plays and there's no commercials yeah he didn't even care about like it could just be like a first and 10 run for two yards and he was like that was a play we saw a play there and then it just cut to something else that was awesome we don't get the uh shitty shot to the sideline of the coach and Oh, well, what does this drive mean for them? Let's come up with a million fucking anecdotes between plays. Let's tell the same yeah. story about this running back's wife the entire game. Nope, yeah. none of that. Scott Hansen steering the fucking ship. Let's just get the score bugs on the screen. That's my only note yeah. for Red Zone. It's my only note. Only note. Only note. Everything? Really good. One of the best week one of all time. Week one for everyone. It's okay. We just need to be better. That's it. This is... I wish they had this for the NBA. Um, I don't think they've been saying that it would be great. It, yeah, I I don't know who would do it. It would be harder to do. It would be harder to decide what plays you cut to when you cut where there's also far fewer stoppages in basketball. You know, there's a stoppage literally every play in football. There would be some things to work out some kinks, Maybe yeah. it wouldn't actually be that great, but football football is very much inherently built for that type of thing. It's it's very good for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they do something I, I like think soccer there's... too, which is oh which yeah, makes they have goal... soccer as well. They have goal zone. I watch goal zone sometimes. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. All right. Oh, uh, we thought I thought Justin Reed was going to have to kick, and that was going to get interesting for Kansas. He City. made he went one for two. That was fun. Pretty good. He had a kickoff. Looked good. Yeah, NFL players are such fucking crazy freaks. Athletes. Yeah, they're freaks. It's insane. So yeah, I could probably just kick. I don't know. Whatever. I'll give it a shot. Fuck it. Never tried. In the Micah Parsons category, just like I don't know. Never done this before. Probably just be good at it. Hey guys, I'm just good at everything, so I'll just like give it a shot. I don't know. We can give we give it a whirl. Fuck it. You got strong instincts. Week two. Uh, I mean, if things go according to plan, it's going to be not. The most memorable week of NFL football, I don't think. A lot of big numbers. Uh, do you want to get to our picks? My picks went 0-3 last week. Wes's went 3-0. and So if you're listening at home and you're wondering, whose picks should I follow? Not mine. Probably not mine this week. I mean, I'm just going to go like 500 probably this season. So If I were you guys, I would just flip it every week and just tail us, and you'll probably lose every single week, which would be pretty impressive. Yeah. Fate accordingly. That's that's okay. That's that's all right with me. Um, Not gambling advice. Disclaimer. No. Would like to say we are bad at this. It's for fun. Uh, that being said, I'm going to smoke you in our season long standings. Three and zero, zero and three. Hot start. Um, hey, as the- uh, reach out on social media if you have any ideas for what the loser of this should have to do as a punishment. We would love some ideas. We'd love some input from the. The, the friends out there listening to the pod. I am going, I went three and I'll start. Seems fair. Um, I am going to go with a bit of a week two spot game. It's a spot. The Seattle Seahawks welcoming Russ back home in an emotional game. Game one, week one, have a big stop to win the game. Emotional high. Go on the road into San Francisco, San Francisco off a really weird, ugly monsoon of a game. Questions about the quarterback. It is a huge number. 
I don't care. San Francisco by roughly a billion as my favorite. San Francisco. Right now, I'm seeing eight and a half. Well, so I don't know whatever you want to put. That as well. See, San Francisco well. minus eight and a half. It's a spot. Both teams in Seattle probably as high as you're going to get them all year. San Francisco, a lot of questions as low as you're going to get them all year. There's a reason they're still a huge favorite. They're going to beat the shit out of the Seahawks. I definitely looked long and hard at that one. And I'm honestly still a little on the fence and could be convinced to go there with my play. Is Gino for real? Gee, no, it's such a not. it's such a it's such a cushy home environment. You're so comfortable in, in Seattle. Now you go on the road. Now you go into San Francisco. Now you I just I think they're gonna beat them up and beat them up bad. They Oh, and one need to get right. I think it's very similar to like a Green Bay game last season where you just kind of wipe week one, reset, and you could still win double digit games and be just fine. It was a weird game. Give me San Fran. I like it. Can't lie. I really okay. like it. Okay. I don't know, Wes. I, all these favorites, I the numbers are so big. They're so big. There's a few. There's a few. Uh... And the small ones, the teams are bad. Well, there's a re. I mean, the, that makes sense. That does make sense. Oh God, a lot of road favorites. Oh boy, why don't we talk it out with me? What do you think about what do you think about Detroit at home? Damn near pick them against the Commanders. Yeah, I'm seeing minus one and a half on Detroit. How do you first um, see that game going? They were not overly impressive in their efforts against Jacksonville at home. Uh, at home, right? Washington Wentz looked pretty good. Wentz looked better looked than okay. I anticipated. He threw for, you know, uh, close to 300 yards, maybe more. Now they go on the road into Detroit, who was also at home but lost to Philly, but put up a good – It was is that a good performance? I mean, it was pretty dead, and then they backdoored a cover. The defense is bad. We we From the start, you were all over. That, that was going to be really, really bad. I think – I won't be going there. I think they're – Yeah. I would go elsewhere. I, I don't know. I think it's a toss-up. I don't know. I do kind of like Cleveland six and a half against the Jets. With it being a thirty-nine and a half total, any team winning by a touchdown seems like a stretch, though. True, very true. I would agree with that. Very Cleveland's much so. Offense bad. Jets defense bad. I do feel like the Jets offense is just never going to get on the field. Cleveland is going to just run forever and ever and ever. Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb might both go over a hundred yards. Both get a couple of tugs. Here's a, I think that's when we go. That was what I was leaning going into. This here's week. an but here's an interesting matchup, that. kind of similar. Interesting matchup, kind of similar to Seattle, San Francisco. Both teams off different type of week one games. Giants with a huge emotional road win in a in a uh, two point conversion into the game came up with a stop. Uh, Carolina off a loss on a, a Baker drove him down for a field goal and they missed. Um, and now the Giants come home and they're only one and a half point favorites. The line's gone from two and a half to one and a half. Seems like a weird number for them to only be favored by one and a half against Carolina at home after that win. I don't know what you think about that game, but. 
I think one of the Titans, the, one of I think interest right to about me. the Titans also. I think the Titans are not going to be good this year. And that was yeah. more of a reflection of that than the quality of the New York Giants. I'm not at this point in year five or whatever going to be like, oh, this is Daniel Jones has figured it out. He's turned the corner now. That's not how it works. Those things don't happen. If you're bad this long, you're just not good. Yeah. You're average yeah. at best. So I don't love that. Oh, man. I don't want to just tell you because I'm already in the hole here. Both these Monday night games. I can talk again about. Honestly, I can talk maybe, about my. Uh... Honestly, this is what I'm going to do. Buh. I can talk about my dog while you decide. Because I too need to decide. I am between two. Browns minus six and a half. Lock it in. Okay. I don't hate that at all. The Jets stink. Joe Flacco stinks for sure. They're just not going to be able to move the ball much... on the road. No way. I feel confident about my underdog if I'm as a play. Whenever I think about it within the scope of gambling, I'm like, it's like too good to be true almost, which is almost always a bad thing. I don't know who you're talking about, but I am talking about the Houston Texans getting 10 points at the Denver Broncos. Denver did not impress me in any way. In week one, they did nothing that would make me believe that they are the juggernaut they have been billed to be heading out to this point. Are they more talented than the, than the Houston Texans? Absolutely, without a doubt. Do they seem to have a lot more uh, turmoil within the organization, a lot more uh, poor communication from player to coach, game plan, whatever? I would say almost certainly. I would Give say, the Texans this. They are bad players, but they executed on Sunday. They had a game plan, yeah. and they stuck to it, and they executed it fairly well. Yeah, executed, played hard, played well. It's easy to do in week one uh, at home. I would say this is very similar. I think this is a dangerous spot. I think this is very similar to the Seattle-San Francisco game where Denver goes on the road in one of the toughest places to play in the league and loses – but now gets to come home, and then Houston is impressive at home against a team we think is good, and now they have to go on the road, and this number is huge for a reason. I feel like this is Denver 38-13 all over it to me, but... Yeah, I kind of agree. Uh, I kind of agree. You know what? Here we go. I'll switch it. I'll switch it. Okay. Dolphins plus right. three and a half at the Interesting. Ravens. I... Uh, I actually considered this game both ways. I really couldn't decide. I figured I ultimately decided it was a stay away. Um, yeah, going on the road into Baltimore is not easy. And I think they're really good. So I leaned Baltimore. Uh, I don't know. Really tough. Miami looks really good, though. They looked really good. Uh, like we said, maybe the Bills or the Bills, the Patriots are bad. Uh, although I don't think we were under the impression that the Patriots defense was bad, which. I think there is something to my Mike McDaniels just has something and is a good offensive coach and can scheme some yeah. shit up. I think there's going to be a lot of running in this game, 44 and a half. It's a pretty middle of the road total. Uh, I think it's going to be not a lot of possessions. I foresee a close game. And if either of these teams is going to bust a big play, Miami is certainly the team more likely to do that. I would say with the vertical yeah. threats, I couldn't test. I couldn't decide. I think it's a toss. It was a stay away. It's it's pretty close. I could see an argument either way. Fair enough. Seems seems fair. Who's your um, dog, Wes? So I'm between a couple. I'm between I'm between the fade 
the fade of the Patriots and taking Pittsburgh as a two and a half point home dog. Their quarterback's just so it's just not good, you know. They lost TJ Watt. But I don't see how they score. Like I Burrow struggled so so much with them at home. That was at home. That was in Cincinnati. I just don't know how they how they score with that offense against Pittsburgh. If if Trubisky could just not turn it over, I mean, they had five turnovers and still should have lost that game against Cincy. That one scares me. Uh, my other consideration is the Atlanta Falcons against my Rams. Historically, in the McVay era, they've played down to competition at times, and 10.5 points in the NFL is a ton. I get losing that emotional game at home last week is kind of a bummer, and then going on the road. Uh, but going on the road is not the same as going on the road Elsewhere, the Rams literally have zero home field advantage. Every team that comes in there has any fan base, has more fans in the stadium, which is unfortunate. So it's going on the road, but is it really? I think 10 and a half is a ton. I just can't decide between those two games. Thoughts on those two. So you could give me the exact same argument for the 49ers and the Broncos that you could give to the Falcons. Rams, the Falcons had like skin of their teeth, Fought out an emotional loss, whereas the Rams got murdered. They're going to be looking to get on track. They are going to have some shit drawn up and, if possible, are going to pummel the Falcons if given the opportunity. They will run the score up, I think. Yeah, get right game. I'm going to go Pittsburgh plus two and a half. I I don't hate it. I just don't love putting any faith in the Pittsburgh Steelers. The defense looked good. I really think a lot of those picks were just Joe Burrow throwing it directly to them and not so much them making plays. I think T.J. Watt kind of makes the rest of their defense work. When you have a guy that can just be in the quarterback's lap every single play, your guys behind him look a lot better. Uh, How did that play when he just jumped up and picked that pass out of the air? That was Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, He's probably done for the season. Yeah, I don't know. I actually, Lewis, I don't think he is. I think it's Lewis like. Is that what he I did? think it's like eight or yeah, he did. I think it's like eight or ten weeks. I think he should be back, but it'll that be a while. Possible. Seems like that's yeah. not correct, but seems like it hurts. I can't move my arm, but I'm gonna rush the passer in the NFL. Yeah, sure. Um, total the uh, under in the Tampa New Orleans game. I think we were dead on that Tampa has the best defense in the league. I think New Orleans also has a good defense. They have historically played very, very well against Tampa and Tom Brady. I think it's a low-scoring game. I think it goes under the number. 44.5 is what I see. It's a little low for – it's it's a middle-of-the-road. I don't know. It's a little low, but I still like the under. I think it's low for a reason. Under. Here's a few, few spots I'm thinking for this total. It's really low. This one is really low. Is it the Bears? Yeah. Boy – I know I just said I don't want to overreact. There is a – we talked about the Cowboys with a significant lack of playmaking on the outside. Aaron Rodgers is good. Green Bay has a significant, oh, I thought, significant here's a, lack of here's how exterior playmakers. Perimeter here's, how playmakers. Fucked up, but here's how fucked up both of these offenses are. I thought you were talking about the Bears. I thought you were going to say the Bears, but you could say yeah, it for well, both you know, that, That's not a revelation that the Bears have speaks, no uh Speaks to the point of the under in this game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a minus nine and a half point favorite and an under 41 and a half. That's not something I really want to get involved with, though. Concerning. Yeah. Seems bad. I 
as a guy that's watched a lot of Bears Packers games since Aaron Rodgers has been there, it seems to be a lot of the Packers winning by a lot of points, regardless mm-hmm. of who either team has. So I'm going to stay away from that one. But it piqued my interest. Here, there's another one of you just said for the uh, for the Falcons for those teams that won and now they go on the road. That could just be an ass beating. Very well could. Very well could. I'm going to go to a game we already talked about. Oh, I thought you were going to go with the under there. Nope. You I talked yourself. Okay. My interest is peaked. Talk yourself minus out. Minus nine okay. and a half and the under 41 and a half. Seems like bad Fair news. Enough. Stay Fair enough. So okay. what I am going to do, I'm going to go to a game we've already talked about. And I'm going to take Pittsburgh, New England under 40 and a half points. This yeah. game to me has 12 to three written all over it. <laughs> yeah. You know, 17 to seven. At yeah. no, if, if we get a real shootout, 17 to seven, maybe 17 yeah. to 10. Oh, also, I didn't mention it. Well, I mentioned it earlier, but uh, Mac Jones has been like sick this week, mispractice. He has back spasms on top of them just being the most lifeless offense I've seen in recent memory. So I add that onto it as well. I feel good about that one. Okay. Uh, remind me real quick your favorite, San Francisco minus eight and a half, your underdog. Yes. Dog, Pittsburgh Steelers, plus two and a half. Total. And then total is Tampa, New Orleans, under 44 and a half. And for me, Cleveland, minus six and a half against the Jets. Miami, plus three and a half on the road at the Baltimore Ravens. And the Patriots and the Steelers, under 40 and a half points. How could they look? If I were you get home, I'd parlay all those. I bet it's going to Yeah, work. I don't think they could lose. I think it's it's mass six-way teaser. You tease all those, you're, yeah. you're going to be well, Let's get it started. Good. Let's get a little uh, uh, TNFTs. Cleveland minus a half. Miami plus nine and a half. Pittsburgh, New England under 46 and a half. Couldn't lose. How could it lose? Couldn't. Let's call it more like more like teasing friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely yeah. what I what we're saying. That is what we're saying. All right, that's let's really get fun. out of here. Let's go. Let's go watch the best game of the week. Let's enjoy it. Let's have some nice dinner and a show with the two uh, of the greatest quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, Anything else it. before we head out? Oh, I did want to talk some college football. We had a we Ooh, had we, a, have a, we have ten or fifteen minutes if you want. I think to we should talk some college football because we had a lot right. of crazy shit happening. Um, okay. Texas no, is back. Didn't really Texas is back. We'll start there. I thought with every fiber of my being, they were going to win that game. I mean, quite obviously, with the best quarterback in the country, they would have, but he got hurt in like the first quarter. That was heartbreaking. The fact that they kept it close. This Texas defense, boys, they're real. That's a real defense. They got some Hook dudes em. over there. Hook them. They got some pass rushers. They got some speed. The athletes, the athletes, they're they're, they're comparable to the Bama athletes. They did not yeah. look slow. They did not look overpowered. No. They were hanging. Oh yeah, big time. Um, I will be getting in my futures for Texas to make the playoff. I don't think they lose another game the entire season. With Ewers out, I, I have my questions. I don't think this guy they have. Hudson Card is not a good quarterback. I don't know How who they play. Out? I thought He's it was like four weeks, I think. I don't know who they play. Ah, we're four fine. Weeks, I guess. Depends. If they play some tough teams, I don't know. Uh, Oklahoma's going to be good. That'll be a test. 
other than that, I don't really know who else they have left on the schedule. No one in the Big 12 really scares me. There's some good teams, no great teams. Baylor's going to be pretty good. Oklahoma State's going to be pretty good. Who they got on the schedule? Yeah. Pull that shit up, Jamie. Yeah, I'll effort that. Believe it or not, it's uh, there's a very large number of games, and I'm trying to find them in the in the schedule here. So uh, this week they play um, UTSA. So that should be that should be fine. They're frisky though; they're a pretty decent team. They're 12 point favorites this week, uh, and then they play at Texas Tech, who is improved. They're better uh, at Texas Tech. Go on the road rivalry game, never easy, and then. They play West Virginia at home and then Red River rivalry after that. So that would be the fourth week. So I don't know. If yours isn't back by then, I would be a little worried for Texas. Oklahoma's offense is what it's always been. Dylan Gabriel. Here's a little future for you. Dylan Gabriel to win the Heisman. A little sprinkle for you folks out there. He's going to put up big numbers this year if Oklahoma wins a lot of games. If Alabama maybe loses a few games – what do we think about Alabama? This seems like it's certainly far from the best team Old Nick's had there over the last few years. Um, seem to make a lot of mental errors, which is the exact opposite of what Alabama normally does. Seem like a lot of penalties, a lot of guys missing assignments. You're probably not to take anything right. away from Texas, but I, I do think the talent is not quite what it was. That being said. When the nuts were on the table and the game was on the line, Will Anderson made a great play on defense. Bryce Young got the ball on offense, drove it all the way down the field, and they won the game. So maybe that's all you need. As long as you got those two, you got a good shot every week. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. God, Will Anderson's such a fucking freak. Uh, yeah. And I think I, I, maybe it's just I hope. I hope it's more about Texas than. It is about Bama. I just hope Texas is good because I like Texas and I want them to be good for me and for college football. I think it'd be a lot more fun. I think the reemergence of them and USC hopefully soon is going to make it a lot more fun because, you know, is Georgia just going to steamroll the entire country again? They've they've been uh, pretty impressive. They might. They might. Uh... Thoughts on this? Who's that? Who's the uh, pass rusher they have that didn't go to the draft? Like number eighty something. Who's the big freak show guy they have for Georgia? Yeah, like I can't think of his name. He was he wasn't eligible. He didn't like not go. I think he just wasn't eligible. But well, but my point is, there's a possibility he was the best player on that. Oh team, yeah, that's what many are. Crazy I, I don't know. I don't know that much about him, but that's what many are saying. And they had the number one pick on the on the team last year. So they had how many defenders get drafted? Like seven? Yeah, like eight. all of them. Yeah. The entire yeah. starters except for him, basically. Um, Everyone that was eligible. That uh that defensive tackle for Florida is pretty hilarious. He's certainly at the top of my list for favorite players in college football this year. Oh fuck, what is his name? Number 21, defensive tackle for Florida. He is 6'2 and I think 420 pounds or something like that. He is and he and he looks with, he is with no no hyperbole, the fattest football player I've ever seen at that high of a level. Maybe period. Yeah. 400 yeah. pounds is just too big to be a professional athlete unless you're a pro wrestler. That is basically the only quote-unquote professional athlete that can weigh over 400 pounds and be effective, except for this guy. Yeah, he's probably going to get paid money to play football for a living. So, you know. I'd imagine he's going to lose some LBs between now and then. Maybe. I, maybe, I he just, maybe he's just a – 
first down defensive like run stopper, just a literally two people. He's like gigantic. Like whenever I, uh, you and me were talking about this, and I was looking up just the largest defensive tackles I yeah. could ever think of. He was a hundred pounds bigger than all of them. Like the yeah. biggest guy, like Albert Hainsworth, like one of the biggest guys I can think of. He was like 340, 330. This guy's 420 pounds. Vince Wilfork was like 330. He's a hundred yeah. pounds bigger than Vince Wilfork. Yeah. He he weighs a large dog more than the biggest defensive tackles in the history of the NFL. So an anomaly, a, a sight to see. Like, yeah. Whenever you're watching a Florida game, as soon as you lock eyes on him, you cannot look away. Cannot from him. look away. The only thing 100%. you can see the rest of the game. There could be a 60-yard touchdown downfield. I'm just watching 21 battle with the guard up at the line of scrimmage. That's all I can see. Yeah, 100%. Oh, my God. Right. Scott Frost, you're dead. Holy shit. Did not oh, yeah. I forgot about to be what happened to the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Yeah, everyone was the like – that. This is the year they're going to turn. They lost a bunch of one-score games. The, the luck's going to turn. No, it's not. You fucking They suck. gave up 40-plus points to Georgia Southern. What the fuck are we doing, Scott? Yeah, that's tough. You're just absolutely could not be more fired. The crazy thing is if they'd waited like three more weeks, his buyout was like $7 million less dollars. And they're just like really, that we can't. Yeah, we hate him. We hate him more than seven million dollars. We it's time. Yeah, it's him. wild. It would have gone down by half have they waited till like week six or something. There's, but there's like you can't bring him back after that. You can't. You really can't. No, no. Don't get on the bus. You're gone. Oh boy, tough. Did not see that. Uh, I could have saw Scott Frost being fired this year. Week two did not have that on my bingo card. No, no. Um, speaking of Nathaniel Hackett getting fired after his first game, uh, Notre Dame, what's it? What's his name? Lost to Marshall at home. Uh, uh, Marcus Freeman. Williams, Free- Marcus Freeman, Freeman, Freeman. Freeman. <sighs> Yikes. You had a fake close game with Ohio state. Cause you just did the classic. The other team's way better than us. So we're just going to run the ball the entire game and hope, they never get the ball, and it'll look like 21-10 on the scoreboard. It'll be great, but we got absolutely outclassed the entire game. You lose to fucking Marshall. What the fuck? And, I, and let's, not, let's make no mistake here. They got Marshall, Marshall beat their ass. Marshall yeah. fucked them up. Yeah. No questions about it. I was talking about Brady is not a football guy at whatsoever. I was watching games with him, but now he's like, so I have something to talk about with my dad. I'm going to be a Notre Dame guy now. And so we watched like most of that game. They fucked them up. They beat them straight up, beat them. And that's concerning, I would say, to say the absolute least. The quarterback is a disaster. They've, they looked bad. They got beat straight up by Marshall on their home field. Bad. Yeah, I don't think Notre Dame is making the playoff this year. I think a loss to Marshall takes them out of the running there. You're disqualified. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know if you have any more individual games to talk about. We can talk. They extended the playoffs. Texas playoff, a also lost. Don't really care, but uh, nah, I don't also care. frauds. They lost. Also Every frauds. year they're frauds. Some of the most. Stop trying to make Texas a happen. Some of the shittiest college football offense you'll ever see. Since Menzel's been gone, they've been running kind of the same shit to much shittier degrees. Bring back Kevin Sumlin. No team squanders 
incredible amounts of talent, quite like Texas A&M does. Yeah, they have the number one class like multiple years in the past five years, and they suck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, RIP to Desmond Howard's preseason playoff predictions. He had I didn't Baylor, Michigan, Texas A&M, and Pitt. So I think that's probably not I mean, going to be right. He didn't mean that. Yeah, it was. I mean, that's as just as soon as that popped up that week one, I was like, "You're an asshole." That's you don't mean cool. that. I mean, Pitt. What are we talking about? But Pitt, you don't. You don't mean that. You're just you're you're Stephen A. Smith in it. You're you don't mean that. No, he doesn't. Uh, so shout out to him. Uh, the playoff, twelve teams. Illinois got a shot. Thoughts? No, we don't. No, they don't. Uh, no. Here's a sad reality. I'm going to a game. Bilma going to go coach Nebraska. Oh fuck! I didn't think about that. I hope not. I, he's he's I don't think he's, he's as good as he's as good as we're gonna get. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's he's probably tier two of candidates. There's probably a tier ahead of him, and he's probably right after those guys. Well, Nebraska I thinks think, highly enough of themselves that they th- think they deserve someone better than him. But they sh- they should be thrilled with Brett Bielema, I would say. Yeah, I mean, I do think they have a decent infrastructure, some good. Oh yeah, uh, they do. Some good backing. The thing with them and the thing with a lot of these schools that used to be great, once you lose that recruiting pipeline to these other states, when you are not a state yourself that has good talent, it becomes very hard to compete on the national level. Once Nebraska isn't recruiting Texas and Oklahoma and yeah, no one the gives West Coast and the South, you're fucked. You're, you're just Iowa now. Once Tennessee is not recruiting Florida and Georgia and whatever – you're South Carolina now. You're just, you're not, you don't matter anymore. You have to somehow Correct. break through that recruiting pipeline. And if you can't do that, you're not going to be relevant. No, no, you're not. You're absolutely fucking not. Yeah, that would suck. Um, I'm actually going, you should come uh, come to the Michigan State game. I'm going to that game. Come on up. When is that? Uh, the weekend before we're getting together with our pals for the holidays. Oh, yeah. I think we talked about that. Yeah, I may take you up on that. We're having a big tailgate with a bunch of bunch of folks. Okay, I love folks. Yeah, folks are cool. Drinking beers outdoors in the fall and watching pigskins cool. Yeah, let's let's effort that. Let's try a little TNF meetup. We'll get the band back together. I've been dying to catch Danny. What's his name? Danny DeVito. What's our quarterback's name? Tommy. Tommy DeVito. Tommy, been dying to watch Tommy DeVito. Yeah. Yeah, dude slings it. I'll uh, I'll grab you grab you from the train station if you want. I'll it'll be a big deal. We'll we'll do it up. Perfect. Or you can drive, or you can just drive. Yeah, I'll probably just drive. Maybe not. Yeah. I don't well, know. You know, whatever you whatever your heart desires. I'll make keep it you updated. Sounds right. good. Well, we we've made plans now live on air. That's fun. Let's go watch a let's go watch a football game. Fourteen thirty nine. You want to just uh, announce the entire game? Uh, make this a four hour podcast? No, we're not going to do that. Hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. The scheduling's been a little off. I think once the Bachelorette is ruining our fucking lives, I think yeah, it's mostly it, our fault that we are not planning accordingly. We've thought the Bachelorette has been on like three nights this week that it just wasn't on, and it's kind of fucked up our whole shit. So once the Bachelorette is over, we're going to have a more regular schedule. Two days a week. We're thinking Tuesday and Thursday. We're going to get it more on track and have a schedule that you can anticipate these coming out and listening to them and watching them. We got one more episode of The Bachelorette to fucking deal with and unfortunately have to watch. But after that, 
consistent content, folks. Get yeah. ready for it. Get ready. Get your little appetites ready. Um, if you're excited for more consistent football content from your favorite creators, make sure to hit the like button, you know, maybe tell a friend, maybe subscribe, you know, rate five stars, do whatever you have to do to get yourself fired up for football season. You know, even if if you don't, you know, we appreciate you listening to this one. And if as a result, you unsubscribe because of that spiel, I don't blame you. Yeah, no, if you want to just maybe send us a tweet and, and tell me to go fuck myself, uh, that's perfectly reasonable as well. And I would welcome that with open arms. It would make me laugh. Okay, I'm going to go watch a football game. Thanks for listening. Anything else, Brady? I feel like you were going to say something. I was just thinking at the top of my head. We don't have time. But uh, I think I wonder if negging as a way to get subscribers would be good. Like, Yeah, you fucking won't. Fucking you won't. You don't subscribe to this. Yeah, yeah, that's I, true. Yeah, I do like you. Are. Yeah, you real bitch, little pussy bitch, idiot, fucking loser. Okay, show's over. I'm done. Show's over. It's not working anymore. Okay, thanks for listening. Bye, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye bye.